coffee or pee or anything? He has a good um, no, coffee I... pee. You will die at the hands of Zed's unborn son. Uh, Zed's unborn son will die. The truth cannot be changed. You will die tonight. No threat to you. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 466. We are mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. My name is Scott Johnson. Joining me today, Brian. Curious and down the road that I must travel. Done away. Please never, never let it happen again. Oh, <laughs> hi. Oh, hi. What's up, my witches? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I startle you, horrible hags? It's just me, the high priest, Ma Axe. And now, perhaps you understand how I feel. I run into one of you ugly mugs in the middle of the night while on urgent poo business. I haven't pooed in a decade, weirdos. Anywho, what are you working on today, my coven of ugly? A passion potion? All right, tell me more. A brew that turns you from horrible to hot? I am listening. Oh, but you ran out of cow placenta, and you only have enough to either make you hot up top or hot down below. Mm. That's a tough one. Or make it hot bottoms. Oh, are we doing the squirmy dance? You know, I love the squirmy dance. Let's do it. Yeah, this is going to be so much better after the potion. I can't wait. All right, I'm heading out. Oh, yeah, if you're heading to the lower levels today, we left the ankle-grabbing flaps open. So be high-stepping or lose a foot to the death guards. Toodles. <laughs> nice. Mayax. I appreciate it. Mayax. 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 Like Max is it Mayax or Mayax? Mayax. My axe. My axe. <laughs> My <laughs> axe is spelled M A X X, but they, there's like some kind of pronunciation no, it's of it. M A A X. Two A's. Yeah. M A A X. Oh, I'm sorry. Two M A's. I'm yeah. sorry. Two A's and one, one X. Yeah. Which is real dumb no matter how you look at it. Doesn't matter May how axe. you spell it. May axe. Sounds like something I may you ask to... you a question. Yeah. <laughs> It's my axe. No, it's your axe. I may right. ask you how to pronounce this. Very nice. Also with us, Randy, he was transferred as a fetus into the belly of a cow, Jordan. Good morning. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. Hi. And thank you for coming out to the North Platte Stay Away Inn and Lodge multi-purpose room this morning. You're a great audience, and you're about to be even greater because you're all going home with copies of my new book, Master of Beasts. The popularity of Tiger King was not an accident. Mm. There's a lot of money to be made in the wild world of bringing people closer to the wild world. All you've got to do is follow my three easy steps. Number one, people love cute animals, even if they're commonly available. Show them some ferrets every few mm -hmm. minutes and they'll love you for it. Number two, make the claim that you have a mystical connection to your beasts, but limit yourself, folks. Keep it to like three animals, mm -hmm. even though a few more would be obviously the right thing to do. And don't take any time actually training yourself to use special powers. Something this ridiculously useful should be forgotten about most of the time. Number three, 
like the middle uh, like the middle bun on a Big Mac, you've got to add something that no one ever knew they wanted. Take a tiger, paint him black. Sure, it's cruelty, <laughs> but you'd only do the cruelty when no one's looking. One exception, when you drown a ferret right in front of them, they're going to love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some serious like anti-PETA stuff in this movie. Not yeah. not directly hey. anti-PETA, but PETA would be pissed. In the middle bun where they put the uh, put the special sauce in that where the middle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. make sure. Yeah, yeah, you got that right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, is that, is that what its purpose is? Like, yeah, yeah. No, uh, where else no. are you gonna put it? Yeah, its purpose is to gluten up this sucker. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good point. With us finally, Brian. If Dar was gay, he'd be gay. Dar Ibit. <laughs> well done. Mm. So, uh, as a slave girl, they just let you run off to the waterfall to topless sunbathe with your friend. <laughs> Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Kiri, is it? Hi, I'm Dar, and, and yes, I was creepily watching you for a while, and I just know I'll probably spend the next couple hours repeatedly saving you and watching you get captured again. What's that? Oh, well, I am glad to see you, but yes, that is a ferret in my pocket. Two, actually. I can control them, like I can control all animals. Yes, beavers too. Why do you ask? Anyway, I can also communicate with my eagle and my tiger. You might say I'm a tiger king, in fact. Lawsuit? Oh, no, I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, well done, dude. Uh, I, oh, your prediction of, uh, you, you were predicting all three of us to mention Tiger King, weren't you, uh, Randy? I was predicting all three of us to mention painting a tiger black. <laughs> yes. ah, that, is, yes. that is the standout what the F <laughs> in this movie. That I just, again, okay, so to start, I just want to make clear, I never saw this movie before. I never heard of this movie before. Oh, what? my gosh. How is I'm, that possible? I'm, oh, my gosh. Love it. I'm blown Lucky. right now yeah. at, at this movie. Like, And we and we somehow saw Bubba Hotep long before this. Yeah. I don't understand <laughs> what's going on. Yeah, so. Well, I, I've, I've never seen the movie before, but I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? I had to have heard of it. The thing is, I felt like I couldn't avoid seeing it. It was on uh all kinds of cable repeat back in the day. Plus, I had a VHS yeah. copy I watched until it quit working. Uh, yeah. It was I was so into the Beastmaster for so long, and I uh, have but I haven't seen it since probably the eighties. It was right, and there was a glut. So, what happened during the early eighties was a like this surge of fantasy, especially B budget like fantasy things, and that that made its way to a lot of TV and VHS during the mid eighties. Mm-hmm. So you probably saw a lot of these and it was easy. I, I it's easy for you to miss it because there was tons of these things. Yeah. Out there HBO right. had this thing on like repeat back in the eighties. It was just on yeah. all the time and there was no way to avoid it. It felt like it was easy for me to miss it because my parents were misers who wouldn't Meh. ever had cable television. Cable? Yeah. No, That's you go thing. adjust the rabbit is yeah. Randy. I, yeah. I will never like like when I went to college. Oh my gosh! I I just lost the first semester of college because I was in the TV room in the dorm. Yeah, you didn't realize like, they I, had all that. Uh, hey, did you guys know there's yeah. TV on in here? Where are you guys going? Come here! There's more than five had, channels. <laughs> and it had HBO, and it, I was like, I was like watching Arliss, and they would show the new Arliss, but they would also show previous episodes mm-hmm. at t- different times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was going to the TV room at all hours to try to catch up on Arliss. Like that was my. <laughs> You know, so like I told, like I remember uh, the the Carrie Elwes Pentagon movie, Pentagon Wars, oh. was on HBO all the time. So I totally understand what you're talking about. Sure. Like mm-hmm. HBO, HBO didn't have a lot of movies at any given no. time. 
they had like 50 movies and you might think oh that's a lot no it's not not when you're streaming 24 7 oh yeah it's, no it's they, not, yeah. they it's a very different place than it was now there was no real no real original programming although arliss was but they had just sort of gotten started into that stuff arliss and um Dream was, the, was an early one, not necessarily the news. The, I remember. Yeah, what was yeah. the and one with Gary uh, Shandling? I yeah, watched, Gary. I watched Gary Shandling all the time. Yeah, the Gary yeah. Shandling show, or no? What was it called? It was called Larry Sanders Show. Larry Sanders Show. That Larry was Sanders Show. Yeah. Amazing show. Yeah. Speaking of Rip Torn, by the way. Yeah, exactly. That's a nice segue right into. Yeah. Well done, Rip Torn. So uh, we're going to talk when about the Beast Master. Like God, Rip Torn is so good in this. He's film. so great in this. Now I have three or four memories from the Beast Master growing up, and these are they. All right, I have the and memory. These are they. I Listen. remember that. Uh, that I remember that. What's his name? Mark Singer was freaking ripped, and he is. Yeah. Um, I remember the weird. Uh, bat people that like absorbed you when they cl- when they hugged you. Um, yeah, and I remember those are like those are like a really good take on a vampire. I oh mean, yeah, that's a really good take. Even though they're mm-hmm. eagle people, they're mm-hmm. birds. Explain, explain something to me. I want to stop Weird. there. Yeah. Um, I I'm trying to figure out how he got his powers. He had some power right before no. he meets them, and they turn no. it on. Yeah. Oh no, he had powers before. He had powers because he was. Oh my God! Don't I want to explain this? Um, <laughs> explain the, it. No, uh, it's worth the explaining. Why he has beast the, by a radioactive cow. <laughs> no, no well, pretty much. So he. So instead of just ripping the baby out of the lady's belly and just killing it, they decided to transfer it to a beast. Beast and. Uh, what, we're assuming that's where he picked up his special power. It's not just an assumption because then the, there's a director's oh. cut of this movie where they go deep into that and they explain that right. that is exactly what happened. The transfer to the beast's belly gave him beast powers. That's exactly what they claim. Right. Okay, he was born but, of beast. Yeah. But it, but it's not really something that he is like great at until he meets these bat people and they give <laughs> him an amulet. No, he never. He he's got the. He's talking to the painted tiger. Which, by the way, I just assume the producers are all like. Rolling Stones fans, and they just kept kept hearing yeah. painted black as like painted <laughs> yeah. black. I see a tiger. And yeah. <laughs> that tiger's not supposed to be black. Anyway, <laughs> I, but, I but my whole my whole this. thing is him and the weasels, not weasels, ferrets and the tiger. That all happens pre Bat People. Uh, the the yeah, scene yeah. through the eye of the bird, like all yeah. that's done. He's done. But doesn't it start? It starts with the bear when he's a little kid and right, his dad right. is about to be eaten by that bear. Right. right. Oh, right. that little kid too, by the way. Yeah, you know who that is. That's a kid from everything Billy in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, Billy right? Jane. Doesn't do anything now. Yeah. It's like has a it's like twenty ten kind of quit working, but right. Anyway, Parker Lewis can't lose. Yeah. Always looked him. I love oh, that show. Okay. Yeah, you know him from tons of stuff. Lots yeah. of stuff. Cujo um, even on here. Yeah, he's on. We saw Cujo. Uh, some other movie we saw him on here too. He's been on things. But anyway, I had, a, I had a hard time not just constantly comparing this to uh, the episode four of Star Wars because I I, I mm. think the the reason why is because he looks like mark hamill it's just yeah. like i can't get over how he's bit. got the same hair basically yeah and that's bit. all that matters is if you have that hair yeah that's look, it that's as far as it's funny white guy with 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 hair and and, and uh and feathers yeah right you and had so, the uh the luke skywalker vibe i totally was getting the uh he-man masters of the universe yeah. vibe like really mm-hmm. you yeah. know with the uh like big time with the um uh, the leather kind of... straps way better like you would have made a much better he-Man than Dolph Lundgren. No, hundred oh, percent agree with Brian. This is hundred percent true. Now I know we all like Dolph Lundgren, but let's not go too yeah. far here. What you need for He-Man is someone who is ripped and agile. And what we got with Lundgren was lumbering and slow and dumb. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> exactly. We needed yes. we needed John Claude Van Damme is what we needed. Yeah, 
I would have would have been too early, but yeah. So, I, I, um, I but my I, main saying, my main takeaway with when uh from this well my third thing that I remember is the boobies from Tanya Roberts. And those <laughs> all of <laughs> Thank these you things, for that gift, Tanya Roberts. All of these things plus other some other Tanya. pretty violent stuff in the movie. Uh I always assume this was rated R. It's not. It was PG. It was PG. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is where we had PG thirteen and really uh, the, the, the gratuitous boobification was not really overly sexualized. It was just, no, but you don't have no. that now. PG 13s don't get boobs. It's all R. If you got boobs, you're R. You don't get no, the boobs. No, in the that's PG-13s. not true. For the longest time, PG 13 definitely meant at least one quick shower boob shot. Name, only name one, name boob. one you that you would, can you think get, of. You wouldn't get two boobs. Name you one. You can, one name one you can think of. Cause I cannot. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you name something that was rated PG seventeen. I don't know off the top of my head. I can just tell you that it's growing up. I can tell you this right now. If I saw a movie, I knew for a fact I was at least seeing one booby if it was PG thirteen. But we've talked about this before. The in the second term of the Reagan administration, the MPAA got all replaced by a bunch of people who uh, were straight out of like mega churches, and they just completely changed what yeah you know what you're going to find in these ratings. Like yeah. I saw the rating and I saw it was PG and I said this is a nineteen eighty two film and I thought. Hmm. I'm going to watch this with my ten year old, but I'm not going to have ex- expectations that it's it's you know right for him. And it, and it mm-hmm. wasn't like I more than once I looked over and he was like cringing and wincing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because it, like there's some pretty you know uh, PG thirteen violence. Well, the original movie. Bat mm-hmm. people when they when they devour that dude who was in the cage and the yeah. goop's falling out and all that, like that's a lot for someone who's you know mm-hmm. young and impressionable. Oh, for sure. Even, yeah. at, even at 12, I was like, whoa, holy, this is just, it was hardcore. And it became kind of my weird rebellion. Like it was this movie that no one else in my family cared about. And it was like my thing. It was like this weird fantasy. Uh, this is where I get to go and watch a weird thing. And you guys can't enjoy it. You, you, My sisters, you go play with your freaking, you know, strawberry shortcake and all that bullshit. I'm going to do this. It's really not, it's really not for girls. Like it's, it's like, I, I mean, I could sort of make it that way now. Like, Hey, look, look at, uh, at, at, uh, poor man's Mark Hamill here with the amazing body. Yeah. But like, uh, it's not for girls. This is a, this is a, a movie that was made by boys for boys. And, there's, you know, just a lot of like chopping heads off and mm-hmm. fire. There's so much fire in this movie. Wow. Explosions. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you if you come into a village and burn the village down and burn all the people, and then and this guy comes in later and he finds all the people not burned and he burns them again. Was that like refried humans? <laughs> yeah. What is what is going yeah. on? Why? Refried Emer. What is going on right now? Emer. What was the name of that? Yeah, it was Emer, right? It was the name of the town. It looked like it was pronounced, or it it should have been pronounced Amir. It's spelled like Amir, but it's pronounced Emer or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, no, nobody in this movie knew how to pronounce anything. that was being said because constantly they were low talking it. It was like (laughs) whatever. So it's like, what did he say? I'm gonna rule her. What? Yeah. Know, he's making up words. All short, yeah. two short, one syllable, dumb words. Dar is the worst name for a character. Right? Like just really dar. dar. There's others like dar. that. By the way, before I forget, a listener named Kevin wrote in during this week and said this. You guys, I love the show. I've been listeners since way back. I know you primarily do Netflix movies, but occasionally you branch out into other platforms once in a while. Anyway, Beastmaster is on Amazon Prime Video right now. It's the most film sackiest movie I could imagine. You regret not sacking it if you have a chance. Plus, it has boobies. Thanks for reading, dudes. Kevin. 
So I just wanted to let Kevin know. We did say last week that we were <laughs> that we were going to watch this. I don't know how you missed yeah. it, but yeah, PG thirteen, uh, Titanic, the Fifth Element, something's got to give. Oh, PG thirteen, uh, Titanic was PG thirteen. PG thirteen, booby movies. And why, wow. Wait, when did it have? Oh, what's her name posing for the art? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. right. Okay, so, I'll give you that. Like one. usually, it's, give usually, it's, that. usually it's not overly sexualized, and usually it's just one. Yeah, you, you can't get both boob. boobs. Yeah, yeah, you'll get one. You'll get one or the other. You can't. But get back both in the boobs. day, like in like uh, 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 Revenge or Attack Splash. of the Titans or what the hell is it called? Whatever it is, the Titan one. Clash of the Titans. Yes, yeah, Clash. Thank you. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Clash of the Titan. Remember the Clash of the Titans. Um, <laughs> Remember the Clash. Yeah, there you go. They were. Uh, they had boobies and bums and all sorts of stuff and i remember at the time going whoa and that was pg and it just seemed like the 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 threshold for pg was just way lower uh, there was there was one thing that was going on with these resurgence of low okay so anytime you have a low budget film like this you turn into a skin flick so that you know you can get some free buzz and you know it can get some traction because usually that kind of skin stuff is pretty cheap to, to film uh so man every time you were turning around Everybody was trying to get naked. If they had a robe on, time to throw it off. They, yep. If they covered up anything at all, it was time for somebody to rip it off five seconds later. It was the Conan well, Look stuff. at my butt cheeks. Yeah. It's like yeah. the influence of Conan. In fact, that's my yeah. first impression and, of this. And that was, wasn't just the girls. That wasn't just the girls. Every every person who was could get naked was getting naked. <laughs> According to this oral history of this movie that I read, uh, the shot of the two women in under the waterfall had to be contrived in every possible way. For one, it was cold, and they couldn't, Oof. you know, they had to come yeah. up with ways of keeping them uh, warm enough to look like they would want to be in the water. But they actually, <laughs> yeah. if you, if you, if you actually go back and look at it, they're really uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. For another, the water wasn't flowing, so they didn't actually have a waterfall when they got there. They had to bring a truck in, drive it up to the higher ter- terrace, and <laughs> pour water oh into my the creek gosh, dude. so that it would really? come over. Yeah. So they had only they only had so much chance to actually film the women with the water actually falling. And it, it was kind of a hilarious scene because I instantly realized I'm like, well, why are they wearing bottoms if 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 they're only going in to their waist up anyway? It's like why mm-hmm. even take your top off if you're not even gonna get right. if you're not in going all in? Yeah, well that's where your yeah. arm would have, you'd have had an so they could have some dry clothes. <laughs> right. I was like, that's weird like you could pull my you, ferrets yeah exactly you could tell by the way that it was really cold because those girls could have cut gems after this if you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh yeah yeah by the way this was based on loosely based on a a story or a book uh the Beastmaster. and i'm curious in the book how old was uh dar the Mar- mark singer character because this is a hero's journey and usually that starts out when you're like you know still a teenager maybe even mm-hmm. you know 13 14 that kind of that age group but of course mark singer here is much older and but he still acted like adolescently immature especially when it came to the the ladies and I, I just couldn't yeah. get my head around that's true i mean i guess going i guess the premise is that he figures out he's got powers as, as a little kid stops the bear right. and, and mm-hmm. then befriends the you know the other creatures, and then just eh, gonna go back to the village and just work. Just gonna cut lumber. Right. <laughs> a thirteen-year-old boy, kind of like playfully rolling around with a thirteen-year-old girl on the on the floor on the ground like that, might have been like, oh, okay, oh, young love, that's sweet. But when you know it's like a twenty-something-year-old doing it, you're like, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna yeah. this is gonna end poorly. This is not a 
this is not a fun. Yeah, they don't. It's not the full journey for sure. And they try to. I mean, a lot of people say that the the director's cut is actually it's twenty more minutes, so, which is a lot because this movie's already two hours. Yeah, um, but but apparently right. there's just a lot of filled in stuff that the director meant to show things about his origin and his acquisition mm. of those beast powers. There's more about the relationships <laughs> and characters and I, all this. Which, I realize that I have the benefit of 40 years to look back. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's it leaned way too heavily on the book of Exodus. Mm. Like, right. I just I constantly felt like the movie started. I've never seen this before. And I'm like, okay, there's a wizard, and they have to kill a baby. That baby is going to be, yep, just like I thought. It's the king's kid. Mm -hmm. Okay, that baby's going to grow up to kill the king. Like, yeah, or, right. or, you know, like, and it was like, I just could, like, oh, and he's going to take what the action that he thinks will stop it, but that will actually make it happen later. Like, I just, of I knew course, all of that. Right. Because yeah. you can't avoid it. Because that's what the witch says, right? She says, uh, yeah. what she say? Those witches. Now. When I was young, I they, love the they freaked me out when I was young because it was this combination of really sexy bodies with right. really gnarly faces. Now I could not not see the horrible mask work that was going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It was bad. It was so good though, but I loved them. And they and they picked these actresses, the the witch women, uh, and they were so tall, and it was just it was so unnerving and creepy to see these long, spindly women who are half dressed with these terrible facial prosthetics and like the one scene where she's like crawling on the ceiling. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah. All, that was, that was, I thought that was actually one of the more effective. And he stabs him. Uh, yeah. I have strong memory, memories of that scene. And yeah. it just was, uh, there were, there's some really gnarly deaths and, and stuff in this thing. And I guess and the one, you think of a movie I've seen 50 times or whatever, however many times it was, it was obviously not that many, but a lot you'd think I would, I would know this already, but I didn't know it was PG until this weekend. I thought I'd been watching some rated R thing that my mom didn't know about. And I was like, <laughs> it was bad because I'm telling you, if your mom had a came in and, and it was at the, at the, the pond scene, the right, the right time. Yeah. yeah, yeah right you would have totally been, you're <laughs> out, man. If it's right, yeah, you, you just call that the right time. I like it. The thing right. is or the H wrong time for you. HBO showed things based on their rating. The time of the day they showed them was based on the rating. So right. your, your mom wasn't checking at 4 PM. She didn't mm, care. No. She figured that was fine. If you were yeah. watching HBO at 11 p.m., though, there yeah. would have been some scrutiny. This would have been my dad's. Oh, wait, you can't say that without. Yeah, I can't say that without <laughs> doing this. Hold on, I'll play it right now. Scrutiny. Um, you couldn't. This was not something I could have on without my dad doing his old blanket over the TV thing. This is <laughs> right, right. absolutely oh, one of those. Oh, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, the movie scene. Oh, and he dropped the blanket to go behind I, the TV. And, but, Dad, yeah. I'm trying to see the truck up there that's dumping water into the waterfall. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested there were mo in the trivia. more than one shot where I was like, like oh wow cleo mcdowell here is pretty much naked throw a blanket over the screen for that oh wow. is that the other one's name i don't know her who's who's she no no no, no. uh uh john amos the uh, oh who played oh. cleo mcdowell in coming to america oh that oh, guy Seth. oh, that's oh okay. no uh, what are you talking about good times jj's dad yeah you know jj's about. dad he's great uh, and he in, is great. in this yeah. he's he's great but he Always Naked. looked really uncomfortable when he was down to his little skivvy yeah. armor. He just always yeah. looked like, I don't really want to freaking do this, but he'd do it anyway. And I thought <laughs> he was fantastic because he was believable as kind of, you know, the tough. He was kind of, he was, he was strong. He could, he could really do it because apparently Mark Singer, despite his lean ripped self had almost no power, no upper body strength. I mean, like a little kid was 
turning that uh, turning that one oh, wheel. Yeah, yeah the, and, the and skull, he's all like, the skull razor lifter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when he tries to lift the tree, it's like, I can't do it. Yeah. And it's like, can you do anything, <laughs> weak boy? Yeah, they did do that. That was weird because in some ways you were like, he is the ultimate in male physique in this fantasy mm-hmm. and the way he's swinging right. that sword around and he's up on top of that hill. It was a very really, gifable film, by the way. I really enjoyed making gifts from this movie. Oh, <laughs> so good. Hey, did y'all... Did, okay, so Conan does this, the barbarian, yeah. did this so well in the movie of helping us to understand how he trained and got stronger and you know why waxing on and waxing off made him a better fighter. Yeah. You know, but in this, we just had Mark Singer running around swinging just willy nilly, just swinging so, swords and, 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 and a big stick and at the beginning. The yeah. Station. It's like, what yeah. are you doing? There's a great Warcraft spec choice scene in this film. So, oh yeah. Oh, I want to um, hear this. this sounds we, good. we think, we think he's growing up a warrior, but no, no, he's actually yeah. a hunter. We find out he's a hunter class during a scene where he's out in the out in the wilderness and he gets ambushed by some bad guys and he goes he goes through all three specs so he starts out he's a survival hunter and he's testing that out and he's like you know cuz he's out in the wilderness he's by himself he he has to be a survival hunter to be alive but then uh these guys attack him and he's like i'm going to try marksmanship he throws a freaking boomerang I don't know what the hell, what this weapon should be called. Pseudo glaive, yeah. Yeah, Pseudo glaive, exactly what it is. It was like glaive light. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like fully marksmanship stuff. Like, wow, he just killed that guy with that ninja S. I don't know what that, what it is. But anyway, so he's like dabbling with marksmanship, but then, you know, Beast Mastery just, it just, it's way OP. (laughs) Right on the name. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like as soon as as soon as he stuck, he gets stuck with it, he realizes like I can I have eyes of the beast with this eagle. That's so overpowered. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and like it just felt so Warcrafty to me. Yeah, there were mo- there spec. were definitely some of those tropes being played out. In fact, my first impression of this particular viewing was, oh man, this is just like you're training a hunter in the game. You got all these familiars. You got. You know, your main cat there who was obviously... Oh, by the way, the worst trivia in this is the most obvious description of a thing. It says, Dar's uh, Black Tiger is actually a regular striped tiger dyed black. It says, the dye would wash off around the mouth whenever the tiger took a drink, so the stripes are often visible around a mouth. Like, yeah, yeah, we we know. We know, dipshits. It was done with Lady Clairol hair dye. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I don't believe that for a minute. This I mean, is Rustoleum spray paint. Right. Wait, you're saying that like layered it on there and said, "All right, now set a 25 minute uh, timer, and then when yeah. it's done, now <laughs> put you can... a plastic, a plastic uh, protector I, over the whole thing." Yeah. For set. yeah, it's weird. Why not I just let pre- it be a I tiger? It. I would prefer if we don't talk too much into this because, like, there's no way they got that done without sedating the tiger. Oh, I guarantee just, it. Uh, Do you see what they did to the dog earlier? Oh, they put God, that yeah, dog out so he could walk out with it, so it looked dead. And it's still limp, breathing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was so limp. And I thought, man, you guys tranked a dog to make a scene. Just you running out with the dog. <sighs> like this it, whole movie, they're, 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 you were joking in your intro about the ferrets, but that ferret, went, ferret. That ferret yeah. went under there. He went under there. Yeah. They, they, they drowned a ferret. You could do this still. They, right? made, they, made, they made quicksand by, by putting a bunch of really, really light stuff floating on water, right? Mm-hmm. And then they... 
somebody's hand is under there holding the ferret. <laughs> and so it's a real close up, you know, it's super close. Uh, yeah. And they're just dragging it downward. I was very angry with the film in that yeah. moment. Like mm -hmm. seriously, I was like, I had to stand up, walk around. Oh wow. I was I was really mad because they're drowning a ferret right yeah. in front yeah. of the camera. Like, I, mean, I was angry too, but I didn't have to walk around. I, I sat but and I stayed angry. Really? I, I stayed I angry. <laughs> yeah. I it, it's it's I guess it was like uh I've in, you know compartmentalized the, the <laughs> things that happened during the 80s and went like okay that's just how it was then yeah it's just ironic that for a movie about a character who loves the animals and communicates right. with them that they are so damn cruel to so many yeah. animals in this yeah. film. yeah and and there's more in this oral history like they they couldn't get the eagles to fly for them the way they wanted them to so, so they just throw they them would... no no they trap the eagle in a basket and tie it to a helium balloon and take oh, it up several little... hundred feet and then drop it to make it fly. Really? Um, That's the, both terrible and also hilarious. Yeah. In almost every shot of the tiger, in almost every shot of the tiger, not only was the tiger just brutalized to make it look black for no reason, by the way. Why? Right. Why is it black? It doesn't yeah. have to be black. No. So um, That's what it said in the book. In almost every shot of the tigers, there were multiple tigers that they, they tortured. Uh, they're chained down and they're shot in a way that yes. you can't see the chain. Uh, but in the last shot, the very last shot of the two people standing up on top of a mesa, the tiger is there and you could see the chain. It's just chained right. down. Right and and what's them. ironic is there's a scene in the movie where uh, the bad guys, uh, they 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 tie up a tiger. They tie the test once when he meets the tiger, he's got him tied up. And they're like harassing him, and I'm like, "Oh, you're bored? What are you, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing out here? What are you? That 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 ragdoll dog is just it, it. Like I, I felt yeah. That something. dog was not playing. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a dog play dead. That's not that's not play no. dead. That's <laughs> I'm out. No, he was tranked to to hell yeah. and back. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think you can train a dog to just go limp in your arms. Not that limp. No, not even close. Yeah. Like a, a lot right. of that stuff really jumped out at me and the the ferret going under. And it, it, does, it does state in the trivia, 25 ferrets were used to create the two. <laughs> 19 yeah. drowned. And I don't know how many of them lived or died or I, I hope they yeah. all lived. I don't actually know, you know, like I don't know. Maybe they, they dropped one in an actual fire. I mean, right. they, and that's, I don't know. That, the way they were right. dangling that's... out of Mark Singer's pocket, uh, you know, right. they, they were probably falling out all over the rocks too as he was running. Yeah. Right? The one that dies near the end. Mm. End is in fire, right? Uh, right, it is. Kodo, yeah, Kodo dies. So. Yeah, that's what. That's yeah. the reason that that's the well, one fight one for, assumes right? it didn't go in the fire with the guy because the guy didn't go in the fire because he lived. I mean, oh, I mean that's one, true. one yeah, assumes that, true. that that they made sad faces and he's dead. <laughs> yeah, one assumes. <laughs> Who knows if Kodo or Podo or Frodo? No, it's Kodo because he said. I'm pretty sure he said Kodo. Kodo, yeah. Kodo, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, because Kodo was the first one he met, right? I'll right. name you Kodo. Don't worry, I'll give you a name too. Hold on a minute, Podo. Podo. All right, <laughs> let's move on. Or was it Podo and Kodo? I don't even know. It was Kodo and Podo. Kodo first and Podo. Were they're terrible names? I have a clip of it later. We'll have to endure it. <laughs> we just have to live with it. So um, I kept trying to dig a little deeper in this movie and trying to understand the the character development and understand what they were trying to really tell me. And I couldn't understand why everything was always seeing things through other eyes, like the witch eye rings. Mm -hmm. That was never really explained to I, my satisfaction. I mean, I know there's lore there about witches and eyes and, and you know, I don't know, I've never seen a ring before. I was shocked the first time Rip Torn is talking to someone like they've got a walkie talkie and they're far away. 
Right. Like, I'm just like, what is happening right now? I didn't, I didn't like that magic. I, 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 I like was, was shocked when Rip Torn turned to the side and I saw his profile and I realized he had a nose prosthetic. That was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that Gina, was fake. Gina's like, that's not really his nose, is it? Whoa. Like, I don't think it is, but that's a pretty impressive nose. I don't remember is that on a, uh, is Larry he a Sanders man? show. No, he, <laughs> yeah, it was I, fake, but they, I, they also didn't use it later. Like, there was later scenes where they just didn't have the nose. And okay, all right. So I think my there fake, was like, I think they gave up on it. I don't know what it was. My, fake, my fake trip for this movie is that Rip Torn inspired Humpty Hump later. Oh, oh yeah. I like that. It's a Humpty Hump. <laughs> yeah, if it's gold, we'd have had you had it. Uh, but yeah, right. he Rip Torn is interesting again because it's been since the '80s. I never knew this was Rip Torn until this oh. time. In fact, the credits oh. are rolling in the yeah. beginning after that horrendous title card. What? Whose art was that? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean the? You mean the? I'm over at somebody's house and they're showing me the slideshows of the recent uh, nature expedition. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that, so. That opening credit. I guess that's the yeah. one I'm referring to. Is really bad, yeah. but anyway, I'm watching that and I and I see Rip Torn. I go, what? Rip Torn's in this? Come on, now what? Doing what? I didn't realize he was the bad guy, the good guy, or any mm. of those things. I never, I had never put it together either until this viewing, and I was the same way. I'm like, oh wait, that's Rip Torn. I know who this guy is. Yeah, he's great. And I don't like it. Yeah, he, <laughs> I like Rip Torn a lot, and will never tire of his. It, presence. it I, I did too, but I couldn't decide about his acting in this one because I couldn't tell was he supposed to be. I couldn't tell what his confidence level was supposed to be with his magic. He didn't seem very. One minute he seemed like he was very full of himself. The next minute he was running away. Yeah, kind of. Mm -hmm. It was it was kind of inconsistent. I know, from the Beastmaster? You mean the movie where uh, the the primary uh, actor has to uh, fall in love with his cousin? First cousin. Wait, is that... How's that yes, work? His first cousin. Oh, which, is it really? That's his first cousin. Really? No. Yeah. I was trying to yes. figure out the lineage there. Oh, the, well, the you're uncle, right. uncle, uncle, yeah, Uncle Dad. She kept calling her uh his dad uncle. Yeah, and, you're right. Uh, oh. Yeah. So right, oh, sure. don't tell me that. Yeah, I cousins, kissing cousins. I kissing don't first need cousins. to know this. Okay, well, that's good info. Well, I mean, Beastmaster indeed. I mean, I need a I need a trope alert for this because okay. it's so obvious. I have one right here. Of course, the first time you see a woman naked, that's the woman you're gonna fall in love with. Yeah, and be with. Ah. Like, like you can't help yourself. Mm -hmm. If it's your first cousin, so be it. Like yeah. that's yeah. what happens. Well, that's the reason why, because they had like ladies back in the village. Can we talk about the village for a minute? Yeah, do it. By the way, uh, adoptive dad brings back the baby to the village, and he holds him up like Simba style. He's like, "Ooh, this is the this is the one." And that was a weird meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, but that that whole that whole town, I was. I wasn't sad to see those villagers go. You were all right with that? With that happening? <laughs> they were. Yeah, they and were, did all the, I guess the, the dog people. yanked him away. I don't know where he could have put him where they wouldn't have found him. But anyway, whatever. The dog yeah. drug him away. So all the other farmers he was with, they they bit it too, right? They all died. Yeah, they all, but, they all perished. Uh -huh. okay. The dog drug him away. So then he took the dog back and burned it. Like, yeah. wow, <laughs> dude. Yeah. That's right. that, And I think that, they were storing a whole bunch of propane tanks in those... Uh, those those uh, tree forts. Yeah. That they were oh, wearing. absolutely. It's very explosive. Not a good place to keep your explosives in the village. Yeah. It, yeah. They. It was propane and propane accessories. And <laughs> and uh, one of the things in the one of the things in the oral history was that they didn't get a good shot of the house on stilts coming down because 
uh, they had set it on fire and and expected it to like the the guy who set it on fire was like it's going to take this many hours for it to burn down. Mm-hmm. So we got to do that now. And they're setting up cameras and it comes down before they're ready to shoot. Like they it came down so much faster than they were told. <laughs> so uh, one of the camera guys is like does some handheld stuff so that you can see it, but it's not as as much as they expected. Sure, hmm. uh, it's a. It's a thing, man. I, there's so much I want to yeah. say about it. Um, all right, here's a... Oh, actually, you know what? We're at this stage. Uh, what do you think grossed me out? Oh, It's oh, going to be a little I esoteric. Had, it's going to be a I little... I actually had that. Let me see. It's well, gonna... I'll tell you what grossed me... I'll tell you what grossed me out, and let's see if it, uh, if it, it lines up. All right, up. go for it. Okay, so there's that road that, re- that leads down to the, uh, into the high priest <laughs> yeah. tower, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. there's like... With all the people with, jerky on the side? Yeah, people jerky. Mm-hmm. All right, I was fine with all the people jerky except for one once they stopped and lingered on for a really long time. There was a guy's, <laughs> there was a guy's foot over there, and it was still uh, rotten Fleshy. flesh and meat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was it was crispy. It was not good. Yeah, that didn't gross me it was out. Gross. That to me was all just special effects and stuff. So for me, it would be right, any other guesses? Kissing a sister. Um, <laughs> well, now that I know that, cousin, that, cousin, yeah. cousin, that's right. Now that I know that, that actually might jump up the list because I didn't realize they were first cousins. <laughs> but you're totally right; they are. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait! I got, a, I got a second one. All right. Was it when Singer uh, kissed the ferret? <laughs> no. Give it, a, give it a little tongue. Nope. I'll tell you the answer. Here's the answer. Randy, did you have a take? Sorry, didn't mean to. I, over. I have, a, I have a weird one for me that's definitely not shared with you, and that's uh, the, the scene when they're all escaping and they get on the the ferry and they're pulling a rope. So the rope mm-hmm. is de- in the lake and they're mm-hmm. pulling it. Mm-hmm. They keep mm-hmm. grabbing this rope. Sure. Those ropes are disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. in, in reality, if you lay a big heavy rope into a lake all day and night mm-hmm. for years, and then you start yanking on it, it's mm-hmm. the most gross thing you'll ever experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, it would be slimy and, and not easy to hold either. That seemed like yeah, a really dumb yeah. way to, to have a ferry because if you're being chased, all they really have to do is just cut the rope on the side they're on. Right. And you're not going to be and, able to pull. Wait. Yeah. And I love that they cut the rope and then they're like floating along. I'm like, oh, rat, great move, guys. Yeah. You really <laughs> got away from people who can just walk around to the <laughs> other side of the lake. Exactly. Yeah. But those were death guards. They weren't the smartest, right? No, they were anyway, just, like, I they were just, I just no. like, no, no, those were the priests. They were like the, zombies, sort of, right? The grossness of that rope for some reason <laughs> got to me, but not probably not Scott. I like no. that. I like that. I like where your head went. Um, no, the gross thing for me is a small is a thing that just only because I've had experience with ferrets. I've had yeah. I had a ferret once. I knew friends that had ferrets. I went through a real rodent period in my life where I had like gerbils and <laughs> guinea you know pigs and all that kind of stuff. Some rats. And rodent or uh, ferrets stink oh, so yeah, bad they stink. naturally. Yeah. Like, they smell in, like that, they, they that. just smell. All the time. Don't they have like that concentrated pee that they, and they just, that, like but they've also that got, they got some gland stuff where they're always putting off scents and it's horrendous. Right. So when they're all snuggling up with them, I'm like, dude, get the F. And like the mm-hmm. only reason that tiger did it because the tiger's like, oh my gosh, is this as bad as it smells? Like I guarantee <laughs> right. that tiger just was like curious because tigers, Mr. you know, Mr. Singer. Um, <laughs> so that's all I can smell is Lady Clarol. Right. <laughs> that's hilarious. They apparently, one of the reasons they went through so many ferrets was they were trying to find one that was willing to get close to the tiger. Oh, is so it? That's, oh, that's, that's a good crazy. point. That's how yeah. they got that shot. And that apparently there's a ton of shots, and I didn't ever notice them first, but I read this after, uh, where there's plexiglass 
right there in plain sight, but you're not noticing it. And it's between the tiger and whatever else. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I'm actually a little impressed that they got some of those combo animal things. I mean, I, you know, knowing what we know about how animals are treated in the eighties in terms of film and there weren't as many rules and stuff, it kind of bums me out, but the end effect, if you're not thinking about that, if you're just thinking about the, the immersion of it, it's pretty good. Like yeah. the mm-hmm. tiger seemed to do what you wanted it to do. It didn't, you know, it seemed a little slow. It didn't seem as buff and awesome as everybody was making the tiger out to be. But, you know, he got he got the job done. Yeah. The ferrets seemed to be these weirdly sentient creatures that that he could send on errands and stuff like that stuff Steel pulled stuff. off. OK, yeah. descend, descend into a room on a string. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was OK. That stuff. This movie, this kept this movie kept throwing me out and bring me back in, mm-hmm. throw me out, bring me back in. So yep. it was like stuff like. There'll be like one minute where I'm like, oh, that's a really in- interesting idea. And then the next minute, I'm like, why is the Beastmaster doing the <gasps> thing when uh, he can communicate? He's supposed to be able to communicate telepathically. telepathically. Why has he got yeah. it? Why has he got to go do that? I don't. I was like, okay. There he is. That's <laughs> it. That's oh. it. <laughs> he did the backwards suck in noise yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he was really making that, or do you think he was just... Uh, oh, yeah, that was absolutely Mark's... I, a matter of fact, I think he probably demanded it. He's like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he demanded it. It's my contract to make noise. The guy sounded like... Well, we'll get to it in clips, but he sounded like Howard on uh, Better Call Saul, which I know... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I'll, I'll play it later, and you guys can... Apparently, uh, speaking of demands, apparently someone, not Tanya Roberts, but someone else on the film demanded that her character survive the end. Uh, the oh. character was originally written to die at the end, and uh, they went ahead and oh, saved the, her. Oh, is that the that. the witch woman who flew off as a dove? Was that uh, Janet Jones or somebody? Maybe no, no, no. I'm saying some executive producer was like, "We're not going to pay for this movie if you oh. if you kill off Kiri in the script." And so, interesting. Uh, Tanya Roberts' character gets to live to the end. I'm like, it would have been so typical for this movie, though, to have the woman die at the end like it just would have it would have fit this the badness of this movie yeah i think so it also would have made it easier for a sequel where he's just kind of alone beastmaster sequel you say well i guess that's true they did have many sequels didn't they yeah there was that (laughs) tv TV series yeah how was that tv series in the two early aughts i never saw it and did you see any of the stuff during the early aughts that was fantasy driven yeah it's like that low budget kind of stuff yeah Yeah. it's like xena and uh, yeah hercules that same thing okay i i mean i never i always kind of meant to watch it because it seemed like you know hey it's the beastmaster i should watch this but never got around to to seeing any of those, the guy that's in it, the Beastmaster of the of the TV series, is weird looking. He does not look Mark Singery at all. It's just a very he different looking like dude. Singer. Is that but a good it, or a bad thing? But it was that era, where, right, where you had like, um, uh, what's the other one? They did a TV version of of um, No One Lives Sin- Forever. Hercules. Who am I thinking of? Oh, uh, uh, Highlander. Highlander, the Highlander series. Oh yeah, was, Highlander. It's cheesy yeah. shit, man. That thing was so bad. I yeah. think. Oh, I'm gonna get emails about that. A lot of people really like the show, but. Oh, all those but, shows are the oh TV was different than people. Right. They're they're all those shows are not aging well, is what we're no. saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really genuinely think I liked Quantum Leap in its day. Yeah. But it yeah. has oh, not aged it. well at all. It's bad. I loved sliders. I mean Ooh, on. that might be fighting words, but you love Quantum I Leap. I love Quantum Leap. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you agree that it's not as good as we think it is? Or uh, no, it, it definitely has not held up, but there's uh there's a nostalgia that i have for that 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 
surpasses it not being able to to hold up. And that's how I feel about this. To me, Mm -hmm. this movie will always be in that thing of, I know this is bad. It's okay. You know, but you know, it, it is bad, but I mean, at its core, it is, it's a story that's been told a million times and it is, you know, they, they do a fine job of keeping me engaged yeah. Most of the film. Yeah. So, I mean, I was eh, never bored in this. I was always having no, a good time. No, you can't get, if you're bored, you're not doing it right. Right. It's that, I don't know now. I never saw the sequel. So, you you know, again, you'd think that I'd really be in, into the idea of a follow up because I was so into it when I was younger, but I never did. It's it's Mark Singer again. I don't think she comes yeah, back, yeah. though. She was off doing, I don't believe um, so. Did she do Sheena? The, uh, did she do Sheena? Yeah. Queen of the sure Jungle not. deal. Maybe not yeah, Sheena. Yeah. Something like she that. Let's see here. Um, she was a yeah she did she did do sheena you're right okay. so 84 a couple years later like i said that whole run during the 80s of these fantasy adventure returns yep. that kind of stuff there it is sheena 1984 that movie was not good <laughs> that was not it was okay but it she was, was okay. she was in her she would she looks incredible in that movie you know that's the other thing is she doesn't look like some 70s 80s chick in this movie she she, she to me her beauty transcends decades and she yeah. just looks like she would she would be as gorgeous today, and still is. She looks great for her age. Uh, and I used to have. She's like, a, she's like, thanks for that, Scott. But it's because of the Beastmaster. I have this crush on her. <laughs> like it's that movie. Crush it's not, your lust. It's not just because her boobs were out. It was like, yeah, but it, it helps. It helps. But there was something else <laughs> going on there, and and she didn't. And like Randy pointed is out, it her butt I, cheeks. Maybe you a leg thigh man. Maybe <laughs> I don't. Know. I mean, maybe. But I, I will agree that she has very little to do. She hardly says anything. She's mostly just in trouble, and you got to save her. The, um, the bad thing is, no, not really. You didn't have to ever really save her. She didn't have to be saved. She was always just doing her business because she was on her own adventure. Mm. And uh, Mark Singer kept coming along and futzing it up every single time because mm. she was there to save Uncle. And, uh, and she was doing just fine. Then Mark Singer had to come along in his little man baby self. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was, you know... <laughs> It's like, look at me, look at me. And then he's like, now I'm going to cry about my dad, who I don't know is my dad, telling me that I'm a freak. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, that wasn't cool, we by knew, the way. We knew it was his dad, but he didn't know that. Did we not? I don't know that I ever knew until we, this viewing. Well, you had to. You didn't know that when he was taken I don't later. think when I was younger, I had that kind of... Oh, maybe not when he was younger. Yeah, when yeah. I was younger, I didn't have that kind of... Dis, you know, what's the right. word? I can't think of the word, but... There's, have, a, there's just a, like a, a lot of aspects of this film that are just teenage boy fantasies all crammed together. Mm-hmm. Like, like now I can't stand the fact that when he first meets her, he tries to trick her with mm. the tiger scaring mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. and he's and like there's supposed to be comic relief there where he's like shush move off run away don't let her see that i'm telling talking to you like but now it's just like this is terrible this like he doesn't have consent to kiss her no and, no or, or <laughs> lay on top of her or anything yeah, right. yeah. yeah. but it's but okay because it's, it's his cousin so it's okay it's well, oh the, oh i see that's it you're from the on, south i forgot yeah <laughs> <laughs> on this on the script there's just you know a greasy teenage boy going <laughs> yeah and he's gonna this is how he gets girls yeah you know? would it be less creepy or more creepy if like i said he was like 12 or 13 just not understanding his own adolescence at this point okay not george R. R. martin i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just asking would no. it be more or less acceptable to you um 
It's not mm. a right answer. I'm just saying I, it would be more understandable yeah. if okay. if he yeah. had if he was 16 doing some of the things he does. Yeah, right. and that's again, you're right. That's who they're that's who they're aiming this at. Like that's who's going to watch this. This was not from for <laughs> this was not for anybody who if you like schlock, it was for you. If you like if you were a teenage boy, this was for you. If you um I don't know, enjoyed a really smartly written made fa- uh, film. Right. This was probably not for you. This was like kind of garbage. How do you think Mark Singer was during the filming of this movie? Uh, I think I, I was, from all accounts, he's a nice, pretty nice dude. Uh, well, I didn't say whether he's nice or not. I'm asking how old he was. Oh, 25. I thought you said what? Do you, I'm sorry, I miss. That's my during the filming of this movie, how old do you think he was? Twenty five. Twenty. Not even close. Thirty four. Oh, really? Whoa. Really? Wow. Really? Is that true? I think. Okay. Yeah. Is that right? Born in forty eight. Yeah, that's 30, right. 32. Yep. 34. That's crazy. He looks really, he looks, he looks young today. I was looking yeah. at a picture of him here recently and it's like, oh, hey, Mark Singer, you hold up, dude. Like that. I mean, wow. he's not doing yeah. anything, but. <laughs> Born in 48. He's old enough to be a great grandfather now. That's wow. right. Wow. That's right. And he probably is. And he, and, and that, that baby was born in the belly of a cow. Bing, 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 bing. Uh, right. <laughs> It's right. okay because uh, because Tanya Roberts was like uh, what twenty eight or something because she was born in fifty five. So uh, yeah, so she's just what sixty. She was just right under the no. maybe limit there 30, 30, that's, uh, that's, 37. Yeah. That that is why I was I, I was misled by the film about them because uh, she's not you know twenty years younger than him in reality. Right. Oh yeah, no, and if, yeah. She's and if this was supposed to be during the time period that we assume that it takes place. Both of those people would be senior citizens. <laughs> well, that's a, that's the other thing. Yeah. This movie has a lot of old men uh-huh. for its setting. Yeah. It's, it's, it, that's right. a little discordant. Yeah. It's good. Uh, the guy that played his dad, uh, the, the dick, the older the dick of the village, the, the, old, the village dick. Yeah. But the older version of him, when he's like sipping his yeah. tea and the barbarians are on their way or whatever, I don't yeah, know. Not, not Ben Hammer, but the older guy who was uh, used his glaive to to harass the other villagers because he thought it was funny. Yeah, I think that's him. I like that the look of that actor. Like, yeah, he pulled off old bald guy in a village better than most of them did. And that's and just, he looked cool when he when he took his little squat stance. Yeah, and he drew the line of the sand. Yeah. He was like, "Come on!" Mm-hmm. And you thought, mm-hmm. "Oh, he's." He's old school fighter. He's going to really kick some trash here, and then he immediately gets killed by the first yeah. horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't even swing his uh, sword. Doesn't even like he's yeah. holding his sword like he's going to attack, and they just kind of yeah. he postures approach. Well. He does. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that was kind like, of oh, darn. I really thought this was going to work. <laughs> I did too. I know. I thought it was going to scare these guys yeah. off. Didn't work. <laughs> oh, let me try it again. Blah! Nope, you're dead. You're done. Ben. Uh, yeah, I think it was was it Ben Hammer. Ben was Hammer. It, is that yes. his name? Older. It says he's credited as his older dad. Um, I don't know right. why they had two dads, but they did. I, yeah, it was the same dad for both of them, but I think it was saying young Dar's father. I think they listed that weird. Yeah, young Dar's father is Ben Hammer. That's different than dude what was. I thought it was still Ben Hammer both uh, times. Maybe it is. is. Different guy? You know what? You're right. It is. I think. I think so, too. Weird. I think you're right. Uh, By the way, if you're if you're on a you know back road somewhere, come across a witch who's got one hell of a big bonfire going. Uh <laughs> Yeah, stepping in the back, perfect, good idea. Do it. Throw them a throw the glaive into their back. Yeah, why not? Yeah, mm-hmm. glaive them right in the back. Yeah. So was that witch dead? <laughs> Does yes. she have like one trick left? They always laugh when they leave. They always right. giggle when they when they're dead. So I assume she's dead. 
Like, were we I, all out of I witches by the too, end? But all, the, like, all the witches die, or did we have some witches left? No, the one that... The, witch in the bucket. The, <laughs> witch in the bucket. Well, we, we have one that's unceremoniously killed, and we have one that is stabbed with the glaive, and then we have one that flies off as a dove. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the one that was stabbed so, up up into the ceiling, too. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's the, the unceremoniously. Well, I guess she was ceremoniously killed. But, that was pretty yeah, ceremonious, was yeah. Oh, what I, yeah, very, what I know... But, Go ahead. What I know for sure about that scene is that my 10-year-old was not emotionally prepared to see a baby yeah. get branded. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. They even go they so far do as that? they show you the brand working on a piece of leather first yeah. to, set, to really let you know this is this is going to be terrible torture. And the baby starts screaming. Yeah. I, that was, whew, that yeah, it was father, rough. Can you not protect me from this, Father? Well, what's, father, weird, oh what's also weird about that is... Um, I don't understand what the point is. She's about to sacrifice the kid. So why brand him first? Just kill Ritual. him. That's, that's what I was yeah. thinking. It's like, well, she that's the reason why she branded him because it's part of the ritual to say he's owned by us and we're passing him through here. But then the mark ended up representing his mark to be the one. Okay. So Okay. Yeah. I'm not but saying yeah, that's strong. one of the first things the Riptorn says is that you know he'll he'll die bearing the brand of Ra or whatever yeah, it is. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. By his hand, yeah. It was it like was, Ra uh, or something like Da or God. Da, yeah. Ra. Da, or, yeah. No. Ra, Ra, Da, Ra, Ya. Ra. <laughs> ya, What was the name of the tiger? Who can say the name of the tiger? Was it like Gur? Oh, just Ru. R-H-U. Ru. Ru. Yeah. Oh. Ru, Ru, Ru. When he first named him, he went, your name is Ru. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell, like I said. Man, if you didn't turn on closed captions for this one, you didn't catch no names. <laughs> no, I, I I had to turn on closed captioning because yeah. uh, Tina was sleeping for some of it and was like, "All right, well, I'll right. I'll keep keep the sound a little bit low and turn on closed caption." Yeah. Glad I did. Kind of so don't. It leads to another piece of fake trivia that oh. I wrote. What do you got um, there? The names in this movie, Dar, Zed, Rue, were the basis for the original Diablo rune. Oh, very nice. Diablo. The Dar rune. Oh man, that really? thing was. No, you he's making that Diablo. up. Fake, Those fake were trivia. the names of all the runes. Fake really? trivia. <laughs> was there a Podo and a Kodo rune? Yeah. <laughs> there's Probably. A, there's a Kodo in World of Warcraft. You can write it. It's a mount. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. they should call it the Frodo. Anyway, Pudu is Star Wars poop. Yeah, poop. <laughs> it's Star Wars poop. Specifically, you know what's great yeah. is we don't know what a poop or we don't know what a well, we know what poodoo is. So when they say bantha poodoo, they mean it's bantha tur- a bantha turd, mm-hmm. right? All right. right? Well, never mind. Yeah, you gotta thinking. get, you gotta assume, right? You have to assume. So, do we have a chick in the bucket in here or not? That's the question. I think all the witches were taken care of. Uh, uh, the no, did we I, not I, miss I, anything? Because the kid became the mostly king. everybody. Everybody we encounter either uh, McDowell's dies or yeah. is so inconsequential that. McDowell stayed around to be head of security or whatever. Everybody. Anya's naked friend, uh, chicken in the bucket. Oh, you know what? There you go. Don't you know it's dangerous to leave a bucket lying around? There you go. She loses. Yeah. She's hanging. Anya's naked friend. Where where did she go? (laughs) She she followed. She followed. uh, What? Backup boots. Tiger? What did she follow? (laughs) She puts on. She puts on some magical clothing that just just jumps onto you. Right. And then she followed the tiger, right? Well, what I thought happened there, by the way, okay, so when Tanya Roberts sneaks out of there to get her gear on, I thought what happened, my memory when I was a kid was that, oh, hey, she's she's bad, it turns out. She's sneaking around. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I was like, where's she going? Yeah, and then this one, bad. it had been so long, I forgot. So then when she did it again, I went, oh, she's bad. She knows a secret doorway or whatever. And then she just came back with cooler stuff. 
that's kind of a chick in the bucket storyline because we don't know where the hell she Absolutely. went or why she knows it. That must have been. They, that's probably part of the they, deleted scenes. Yeah, yeah. They they mentioned it, and she's on her own quest, and she has been trained by an ancient you know, force that, and so she's supposed to have her own abilities and powers. In they never approached it, so maybe her abilities and powers are the chicken maybe. Bucket. Maybe they don't, I don't know. And, and it seems like that little hidden doorway thing might have been handy for them, right? Because aren't they kind of trapped in that room a little bit? Yeah. Uh, well, they were in a hallway at that point, right? Where they were like, okay, mm, sorry, past the the grab. They weren't in area. the skull room. They weren't in the skull well. Right. Okay. And yeah. so the ventilator yeah. shaft. Yeah, that's it. That was basically what that was. That was the equivalent of let's go through the ventilator shaft. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was dumb. That stuff's dumb. As, as Come to Eternia, as, we'll have a few laughs. I gotta say, as badly as this movie is written, and yeah. I mean, there are huge segments where I was just like, why is there no dialogue? Did the writers, the, the director... Did they forget to write just, something? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, what's funny about as, that is that, I'll let you finish that thought, but I'm gonna tell you this, because I'll forget if I don't. The director was offered by Dilo, Dio, Dino De Laurentiis. He was offered the role or offered the directorship of Conan and the Destroyer. He reportedly turned it down because he thought the script was bad. And I read that and go, what? Re- really? You thought that script was bad? Sorry. All right. Say what you were going to say. I, uh, as bad as the script was, uh, no. like it just like so totally needed an actual screenwriter to come in and just fix all the dialogue. Like it's, the actual the overall concept was okay yeah. like the they had an outline that they could film through you mm-hmm. know like you mm-hmm. could imagine like that they, they were storyboarding all of this going this actually looks pretty good we're gonna have you know a very compelling overall idea it's uh really really based on other things we we'd already seen right in yeah, red right. so sure. so like they didn't have any new ideas is the problem but what they had it's fine. It's good. Yeah, it does. It Definition does the, of this looks good on paper. Yeah, right. There you go. Exactly. And I kind of yeah. want to see the director's cut just so I can see if you know, like, oh, okay, I see what they meant to do here, and they didn't do it. So you think this will go from a you know fifty percent to like eighty percent <laughs> with that director's cut? There is that. I it's, mean, it's yeah. it's meta score is eighteen. Wow, wow, that's lower than I thought it would have been. Yeah, yeah. that's the meta score though. Like uh, overall, but this is like, a really old like... movie. So, is that meta score include the old yes. written reviews as well? Sure, yeah. but it but it it includes a lot of people seeing it recently for the first time. Right. Whereas, like, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, it's like forty four percent or something. So, it's not as bad. Yeah, I, that seems um, reasonable to me that it would be in the forties. You know, fifties maybe. That's about what you would expect. With mm-hmm. a film like this, I mean, out, out of the people who have seen it, the people who probably see it, I mean, it's, no one's going to watch thing. Yeah, no right. one's going to watch this. They're watching it this. for the catch factor. Yeah, right. no one's going to watch, no one's going to be flipping through Prime or Netflix and go, oh, the Beastmaster, I wonder what that's all about. No, they're mm-hmm. going to, you know, you kind of know what you're. Yeah, for. they might do that as an old viewer, like you said, because they have some yeah. nostalgia for it, but nobody's going to do it on purpose. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you're I mean, they're not going to see the screenshots and go, oh, what is this? What is this incredible thing? I mean, I'm sure someone does. I'd love to meet somebody who just does this, who goes and tries to... We do it for FilmSack all the time. We'll find something none of us have ever seen and we would never see otherwise. And then we do it for the show. But just for, you know, someone just trying to satiate their entertainment time. Right. Does anyone do that? I don't think so. Like, Yeah, I'm curious about that. Yeah, because it's just, Hmm. I don't know, it exists for a reason. It's it's on Amazon. Amazon must see it as a a value to have it there or else they wouldn't have... Done whatever license unless, unless the owners it. just went sit. Yeah, you know, just 
put it on there. We're yeah. not going to charge anything. Just let's just see what happens. Yeah, it's possible. It it's possible that's how that works. I don't know. This stuff is stuff is French to me. All right, I have a bunch of clips that I captured from French this film. To me. All right. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> these songs here, these songs, these clips here were taken from the film, and I think you're going to enjoy them. That's what I think. Yay. So there's not a ton this week because it's not a lot of dialogue. But No, there's a lot of, yeah, just posturing and swinging swords and yeah. sticks. So and sticks. I wrote here, I can't <laughs> believe they did one of these. All right, so let's see what I meant by that. Oh yeah, they had this musical bump where they would do the dare day yeah. thing. Like Isn't the she... what's that? The little the the gerbil or whatever, the meme where he turns mm-hmm. around, looks at the camera, yeah. it's like Oh that. yeah, right. Yeah. The uh surprise it's, chipmunk or something. Yeah. It's cheap, but it works. I guess. I mean, I I felt stimulated. Did you? I have several things to say about the music. We'll talk about music in a Oh, okay. I'm very mixed <laughs> on it. Super mixed on the soundtrack. Right Here's here. uh, Mark Singer's first caw noise. That was the first one. Uh, here's, uh, here's somebody wanting to get out of a thing. You two got me into this, now get me out. All right, this is where he starts to sound like Howard. On, uh, right. uh, here's another version of that. Thanks. And just, <laughs> just him being. Thanks. <laughs> what, what is that from? It's when the, ger- the ferret. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. He's in the quicksand and they that knock his... Even... Uh, Belt on the ground. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. That doesn't like it's from the Beastmaster. That thanks. Well, a lot of ADR in this movie. We should mention that. Yeah. Lots uh, of people. really solid quicksand. Yeah, like, yeah it looked good. I, I, it's like, solid there's quicksand. There's a lot of movies, a lot of movies and TV shows from the 60s to mid 80s that mm-hmm. use quicksand as a danger, and some of it's kind of, some of it's. Not I haven't scary, seen this good looking you know? quicksand since that Laverne and Shirley episode with uh, Lenny and Squiggy. Oh, oh, that was the uh, one I was gonna say wasn't right. good. Like for me, great <laughs> quicksand pits, is like, I think. <laughs> yeah, great, great the, quicksand yeah. is like blazing saddles. Oh my gosh, oh, that's yeah, scary. That's, uh, yeah. Quicksand. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Maybe didn't Indiana Jones fall in some quicksand once, and it was pretty good. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? It was Absolutely. in the four, the horrible one, the fourth one. But this quicksand scene was actually pretty effective because he had to use a yeah. snake. He had to grab a snake to pull out. That's right. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Why did it have to oh, be snakes, Marion? Why it had to be snakes? All right, here's one. Uh, complicated naming system of this movie. Here you go. I'm going to name you Kodo. You get a name too. Podo. Kodo. And Podo. I, just, I love that he had to do it again. Like, Kodo. Yeah. That is so... <laughs> really nice. driving up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about... I didn't catch it the uh, when I was watching it. But the uh, somebody had to be making those little squeak noises. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. do a different yeah. set of them for Podo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did Dude. you did you notice the dances with wolves flourish playing uh, as music? Oh, big time! Yeah, yeah. got a little bit oh, of crescendo was... there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't want I don't want I don't want to pull that pin out too soon. But okay. did this guy did this guy listen to a lot of Battlestar Galactica during the seventies? This is what better. yes yes this is what I want to talk about. But oh, okay. Pin is in this. We're getting to okay, it. Okay, that grenade remains intact. Everyone, okay. All right. Here's uh, where we get to find out who's what his name is when he talks to the Chicky Poo. Who are you? I'm Dar. I'm Dar. I'm Howard. I'm, Dar. I'm Howard. That Who job offer is still open. Cousin. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, he's no threat to her. I'm no threat to you. Okay, that sounds like Howard. I'm no threat to you. I don't know. It actually I'm sounds like uh, Brian Dunaway's impersonation of the, it, there's a call for Pee Wee Herman at the front end. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it does. I'm no threat to you. Oh, weird. I'm no threat for you. <laughs> no, what is he saying? I'm, I'm no, no threat, threat to you. Threat to you. Yeah. Weird thing to say. Yeah, it is weird. 
All right, here's uh, the town called Emer. My village Emer was destroyed by the Jun Horde. The Jun Horde? The, the Jun Horde. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's stupid. It's really dumb. Uh, here's the Jun. You know wings what? on I that will... helmet of the leader, though. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah, that I guy. will give Mark Singer this. He really did. He, he It looks like he had tried to learn how to pronounce each of the stupid things they were saying. Yeah, oh, yeah, he went all in. Yeah. The guy tried real Rip hard. Rip Torn, not so much. Rip Torn was kind of like... What is it? You're okay. Good enough. It's the other thing that reminds me of Mark Hamill. I think they come from the same school of acting, which is yeah. way overacting. Like right. they mm-hmm. both do this. This whole, what do you mean? I was going to go to Tashi mm-hmm. Station for some power. You know, it's just this <laughs> way too loud kind of acting. This R two has a bad moderator, whatever. Yeah, moderator, trader, raider. Moderator. Right, here's a here's a horrible Dar laugh. This is kind of a during a somewhat inappropriate. Like he was just being inappropriate with her, but. Here's his laugh. <laughs> yeah, you're getting your way there, buddy. That's a smoker's laugh. Yeah, it sounded like one. All right, how about this? Uh, we're not allowed to short. Oh, we're not allowed to shorten our words at all in this movie. Is what I wrote. Nobody will use. What's the? And I can't think of what a what a contraction. Contraction. Jeez, I almost said conjunction. Uh, is you can't use contractions in this movie. And here's proof. It is now time for him to free his father, the king. I have just come from Arak. Mayax has total power. It will be difficult to defeat him. He will not stop me from freeing my father. Just say he won't. He won't stop me from freeing him. <laughs> uh, Just say it. He'll, say he'll it. not stop me, yeah. Yeah, it's not a big deal. All right, I got a prom clip from Brian Ibbett's mom. Uh, ah. This is the night things got weird. This is a weird prom night. Check it out. Five the women night in things white. got weird. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> here it is. Five women in white. Surrounded by priests in red. You're right. It'd be sacrificed. Jeez, you guys had you guys had yeah. weird proms, dude. Weird. We did, yeah. Red and white were our colors, so yeah, it's only appropriate. Yep. I thought you were gonna grab him when he first meets Kira, like he's and he's like face to face with her, super close. There's a bunch of of I'm trying to seduce you potential. Oh yeah, and he gets right up there. on our. The problem is he's talking about the cat. Then it was just I don't know, it's too obscure. Mm. Uh, here's the McDowell's guy laughing. <laughs> pretty good uh, whatever jj get a job yep he's pretty great home of the big mick i love that golden arcs i love that dunaway is refusing to acknowledge the mcdowell's reference and only will have it <laughs> look it, this is how it goes in 82 there have been no mcdowell's yeah there'd only been good times yeah there have been other things too but that was the only thing i knew him from until that point so Fair i refuse enough. to uh speak sacrilege film after this film not gonna do it. i get it i understand you're very the timeline's very important to you obviously very important here's a weird short laugh oh wait no this is a coward thing sorry let's do this why me i'm a coward oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reluctant sidekick why me and then he did the, that laugh <laughs> <laughs> how am i supposed to feel again okay yeah. silly okay <laughs> All right, here's a caw. All right, there's another caw. Here's a B. Oh. What? Friend and Beastman. Oh, here. eh. He is a friend. He is the Beastmaster. Okay. I don't know what those two things have to do with each other, but it's fine. Uh, Then the king says this. He is a freak. A freak who speaks to animals. Freak. (laughs) He saved me. He saved me from certain imprisoned death. Don't look at my character too closely. Somehow I had another child after being imprisoned, and now my eyes are gone. Yep. 
And he had don't look too close. A horribly fake beard and mustache. Really fake. Mm-hmm. All right. More more fake than those uh than those hair clips that uh Rip Torn had on with the skulls on. Yeah, I'd say so. Hey, check this out. This is the thing in the movie that made me laugh the hardest. It's the part of the movie that could fit in any like Mel Brooks parody or like I don't know, like one of the like airplane or something, like one of those kinds of comedies, scary movie, whatever, one of those. This is a line in it. It was not meant to be funny, but I laughed out loud when I heard it. So here it is. We must fight! No! We must flee! <laughs> no! We must flee! That felt Monty Python. Yeah, didn't it? it really yeah, did. Totally. It really did. I laughed so it's hard. Quiet, it's like quiet, like audience guy. Yeah. Right. I'm so glad you let him go! <laughs> yeah. Uh. So good. I'm so glad. That's the that's the best thing you captured like in it a is. long time. I agree. I agree. I la- I laughed really hard. All right. Here's the kid whispering Beastmaster, and I just thought it was weird. So here it is. Beastmaster. Okay. That's all we got there. The Beastmaster. That's the end of that. Now time for this. Uh the checklist goes like this. When Tron water is on your neck, you can't move. Check. Uh, that was, yeah. It was weird. Uh, it reminded me yeah. of Tron water, though. Kind of glowy blue yeah, water. Mm-hmm. Uh, head soup, check. They had a nice head soup going there. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah. about that. Yeah, I was like... And then he makes the it makes his tiger smell it, too. Like, yeah. ooh, does this smell off to you? Yeah. Oh, right. there's This soup is people! Yeah. Which doesn't make sense, because <laughs> those, weird... those hugger weird. guys squeeze everything out of you, and there's nothing left. I don't know why they got a few heads yeah. in there. But... The, the, the overly uh, huggy vampires that were um, involved that... I, I was... I was I was totally confused about the Beastmaster's reasoning to come into that you know that Keebler Elf vampire tree, <laughs> and then he uh, then he released the guy that was from the cage, and the guy was safe in the cage, and mm-hmm. then he got eight. Yeah, he did. He done got eight. There was there was problems in that scene, and then then he like then the vampire tried to grab him, but then he was just dropped him off a medallion. So yeah, could, that was weird how he gave him the medallion. Re- Right. Yeah, so you could retrieve him later. It's like, oh, you are our people. Yeah. Also, yeah. Could, could those people like been... Too? We like birds. Yeah, birds are great. Could they <laughs> okay, have been so... so any stupider about the rings that were had eyeballs in them? Like, how I stupid just, is oh, everybody? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's get... Go ahead. I, uh, so... <laughs> I, I, br- so... I brought oh, it up in my opening, oh, and God. it's just... It, it's stuck in my craw. I don't understand having these powers yeah. and not really expanding them as far as you can go. So, like, yeah, it makes sense that you would have a tiger, right? That's great DPS. Mm-hmm. And your Eyes of the Beast hawk or eagle gives you incredible kind of mobility powers. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you have, like, the ferrets are fine. They're not the best example of stealthy small space workers. Like, a, a raccoon would probably be way, way better. Mm. But whatever. Yeah. But why doesn't he have, why didn't he keep going? Like, you should have a bear. Like, you should absolutely have a bear. Yeah. There's right. no the, reason to not have a bear. And the bear he engaged with the bear. You know, the, he, we saw the bear. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure. Well, maybe that I bear wasn't died. sure. What, I don't know what land this was, but it was a land of. Well, what's, the, what's the average lifespan of a, I'm going to actually find out. How long does a bear live? How long does a bear, <laughs> how long does a bear live? <laughs> live? Okay, but how long does a bear that, live in this environment? Uh, okay, no, I get it. That there is definitely an environmental thing. I think it's why they painted the tiger black because yeah, it right. would have looked discordant if they didn't. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, he should have shown up to that final battle with a zoo 
of fighters. Mm-hmm. And like, he, and like, he, you know, like Ace Ventura, right? Holding his <laughs> yeah. hands out, you know, an army of nine right. at three. Oh, here comes my beast. Real quick here, uh, an average of twenty five years for your average uh, large brown or black bear. Twenty five years. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so if that bear was like everybody else, probably probably playing younger than he actually was, he'd probably be dead. <laughs> yeah, he'd be dead. Everybody yeah. played younger than they were. Um, all right. How, how about, uh, oh, uh, if my final one is hawks that can carry eight times their body weight. Jack. Yeah. So was that mm-hmm. an eagle or a hawk? Mm-hmm. I kept forgetting. I'm like, am I supposed to be looking at an eagle or a hawk? It oh, says eagle, but actually, I'm thinking hawk. It functions like a hawk. Black eagle. Like an eagle. It'd be a black eagle. What is, yeah. It's, they, they, they died the eagle too. Yeah. <laughs> they died the eagle. Well, there are actual black eagles, so but I, but I, yes. it did seem like they were going for a color tone with everything. It's like, okay, these are dark weasels. Right. Dark Weasels. The Dark Weasels. <laughs> That'd be a great I, sequel I, title. Beastmaster Three, uh-huh. The Dark Weasels. I just wanna I just wanna go around the table. Does anybody have an idea for another beast he could have added to his to his core? That, that was the been... only beast that we encountered was the bear. The bear was a good one because we actually saw it in that world, so we know he exists. And there what, were ponies. Like, we saw ponies. Crocodiles so would could... be cool, like a great big croc. It'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. or or a yeah, boar. Yeah, boar. Yeah, <laughs> like the, just do all the World of Warcraft ones. Do a boar. Yeah, yeah. but but like, uh, right. why only? Why limit yourself to one bird? Like birds are so useful, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we had the we had the was it, is that a Brom cow? What kind of cow is that? Is it a, oh, what do they call those? What things? do you mean? Oh, you. Uh, it's not like a regular cow. It's like, like, like Brahma? Usually, you don't mean the two headed ones in Fallout, right? Yeah, that's the ones, the two headed ones. No, <laughs> the type of cow they had. Oh, that they transferred. The baby too. The baby cow. The baby oh. uh, birth and cow. I thought that was just yeah. a yeah. cow. Yeah. It was just a cow. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it a specific kind of cow. It didn't we have. have a, it didn't have udders. Here. It was a male cow, by the way. That thing did not have udders. Well, that well, well I, yeah. So which? I really enjoyed the cow. effect of the bellies growing and shrinking. Mm-hmm. I thought that was. I thought it was very well done. If you don't think about it too much, oh, yeah. right. if you think about how did they do that on that cow, don't think about it. Don't yeah. think about it. Well, if you, really or if you are, stop thinking about it. I agree. Uh, all right. Here's uh oh, hey, check it out. Track connection. Uh, Daryl sent this. <laughs> Tony Epper is June leader. He's the guy with the crazy helmet. Or Jun, I guess. In DS9, he played a drunken Klingon in the fifth episode or fifth season episode of Apocalypse Rising. Uh, the actor Rod Loomis played Zed. In TNG, he played Dr. Paul Mannheim. Uh, for the first season episode, we'll always have Paris, and then Judy Heiss, who played the June one of the priest ladies. She's a witch. Uh, she was a red shirt security guard in Day of the Dove and Wink of the Eye in TOS. So there's that. Wait, TOS? Wow. The yeah. Original series. Huh. Was she like yeah. Fifteen. Remember this? Something? This film was in '82, so you know that, right. been that like, was twenty some years Absolutely. earlier, fourteen years earlier. Kind of amazing that Rip Torn was never in Star Trek, but. I guess because I associate him with Men in Black, and he just seems like he's he got something. He's already alien. got the he's already got the Romulan eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, that's exactly what I thought when I saw him. I was like, "What is he a Romulan?" Then if got, we're gonna pick profile, and I'm like, if we're picking no, favorite. If we're picking favorite Rip Torn stuff. Uh, <laughs> dodgeball is one of my favorites where he throws a wrench. What's <laughs> right, if you can dodge, if you can dodge, dodge a wrench, a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Dodge a ball. Yeah, <laughs> he just passed away. So uh, yeah. Had a rough last few years too. Did he? I didn't know that. Lost stuff, uh, public drunkenness and disorderliness and stuff. And oh man! I think drugs. There was. There's a really bad mugshot of him somewhere out there too. Oh, you know, I hate that, up. but I'm also like, yeah, you know, 
You're gonna go out on your own terms. <laughs> go out style. <laughs> Don't the way he lived. <laughs> if your name is if your name is Rip Torn, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta go out. The and way he you. was born that, right? He was. Is that a real name? Hold on. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> he was born probably short for Ripley. Elmore probably. Rural Torn. So Rip is new. He added Rip. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be Elmore. And Rural was his middle name? Mm-hmm. Rural. Or sorry, Rural. 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 Torn. Rural. Rural. R-U-A-L. However you'd say that. Okay. Elmore is his first real name, though. Elmore Torn is kind of cool, though. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Elmore Torn. Yeah. I know I'm so. I'm definitely going to go with Rip Torn. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think he has one of the coolest names ever. And I was just watching. Yeah. Uh, we had Van over the weekend. And we watched uh, Hercules again. And he's great as Zeus. Just a really good voice. Uh, a voice you always recognize. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what now? Soundtrack grade. I give it an S for sufficient. Uh, pull that pin on that grenade, Randy. You had something to say about the soundtrack? It sounds like uh, at multiple episodes of Battlestar Galactica. It's yeah. so freaking weird because the the conductor here, the composer, uh, he had worked on some like TV westerns, and he has a long career of of things you've never seen or heard of, and he never really like strikes it big as a composer. But like, it just I every time there was a swell in this entire yeah. movie, I was like. Battlestar Galactica. What's <laughs> happening? How is it the key? Is it the chord progression? I don't know. I, it was just the bizarre. instrument. It was. It was something. Yeah. It, it struck me the same way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And so yes, but you know, Battlestar Galactica basically was like a space western, right? It was, it was an amazing sure. soundtrack. Okay. Yeah. Sort of. It was wagon train, basically. Wagon train. Yeah. yeah. Wagon train. Like everything, mm-hmm. you can try. You can trace almost every cool thing back to some western trope, almost. Right. Wagon Train's yeah, a great most, example. Most of our sci-fi is based on Western. Like sci- mm-hmm. even, I would even say Star Trek is a little bit of Wagon Train in some ways. It's like we're right. off to discover things in this ship or this collection of ships, and we don't know what's ahead of us, but we're going to go, and we're going to figure it out as we go and fight along the way and all that. And it's just like totally a, a Western trope. And then you have the others where it's like, you know, Han Solo is totally a Western trope. This loner, outlaw, turns out it kind of has a heart of gold, but you got to dig in there to find it. doesn't believe in anybody. just wants to do his own thing. Like it's totally outlawed Josie Wales kind of stuff. I love that. Right. I love well, that. And this that. movie, like the things we've referenced a lot, this movie, obviously like Conan type movies, uh, the first star Wars, um, the 10 commandments, like there's, there's all those things. And none of those sound like the sound we're talking about, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. there's it's it's just, it's definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. It's just this very yeah. particular thing, and I I couldn't I couldn't let go of it. I couldn't stop noticing it every time. Like maybe this movie would have been better, like significantly better, if it had its own like themes and like a great composer who who came in and made a Beastmaster theme and variations and all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I w- would you guys want to why see... why waste money on the music? Would, would you? <laughs> Would you guys want to see a remake of this or a re-attempt to do a new thing? Yes. I would, Absolutely too. Absolutely, yes. Would, I would, too. Yeah. 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 I think I would. I think I'd be into that idea. Let's make that happen. I don't know if it would. Yeah. Is this? Is this? I would like to see. I don't know. Fantasy's in such a weird place right now. Such a weird place for it. Yeah. I'd like to see. I'd like to see. I'd like to see superhero-sized you know, showings of fantasy well this would have to be you would have to take it seriously 
Like, yeah. It, or else no one's going to buy into this. Like this We're, would have to be Game of Thrones or fight or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't I want to see it at a theater. I don't want to see it on TV. I'm I'm I love TV, but I want to see it at theater. Mm. We're recording this on the 1 year anniversary of Game of Thrones uh failing to meet everyone's unbelievable expectations. Right. Yeah. And uh like the it still stings. Like you you mm. talk to people about it and they they're still like uh, I I don't know if they can open their heart up to something like a Beastmaster remake, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it's um, it's something I have a feeling will come around. I don't know why I have that feeling. You, you but... couldn't do it on TV though. You don't you don't put this. On you don't the do TV. it as like a CW series. No, <laughs> no, no. We, we've no, we've already been down that you track. You might could yeah. do it. You could do it. Sure, you could. No, but you would. It would just be the same retread. No, it would be nothing new. Every time somebody's told me. Like when someone says, "Oh, how could you hear they're making Fargo for TV? That's gonna suck." Mm-hmm. They were wrong. Yeah, I didn't think the that. right, the right studio, the right network behind it. Yeah, um, right creators, right CW, directors, writers, yeah. whatever. That stuff matters, and if you get the right people, anything can work. I think. Mm-hmm. But you gotta have the right people, and you're right; they probably wouldn't. the the stat The deck is stacked against them, but it's possible. What happened is this is what would happen. Nobody has any faith in Beastmaster series. So, I mean, <laughs> you would go to try to sell that, and the only person you would get to purchase into it would be somebody who, like, yeah, we need to go low budget. Yeah, we're just going to turn no, them You're out. right. You're right. That's what I'm saying. It's not a probability. But if if they, if they money were no object and the studio's like, you know what? We want to just let people be creative. Somebody like Netflix comes along and just says, hey, you got a great idea for Beastmaster? Let's give it a shot. That would right. be. And, it, and that happens sometimes on that on that streaming service. Like, Weird shows make it to make it to air that would never make it otherwise because Netflix like, yeah, well, I'll give you a shot. Hey, great uh, X Adventure Time it's guy, you want to make the most psycho cartoon ever made? Come on in here and make that weird midnight, uh, whatever it's called. I forgot the name of it. I just want to I want to point out that I think great series that are made in in like the wake of a movie are about taking the the locations and the feel of the movie yeah. and telling different stories there. Like I obviously I'm like thinking of like Mandalorian, like mm-hmm. that's a great series because it doesn't bash you over the head with the movie elements. Mm-hmm. It takes, it takes the setting and the lore and so on and then does something new there. And it's like, I would love a series based on no country for old men. Speaking of the Fargo mm-hmm. thing, yeah. but I don't want it to, I don't want it to star a character named Anton Chigurh. I want it to be set in West Texas and have that feeling of constant dread. Yeah. And so on. You want the Fargo of vacation of that because that's exactly what Fargo is. And it's so good. I would, I I'm totally with you. I would totally go for that. I mean, I don't think what uh, Cormac McCarthy might love it. He's still alive, right? right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. The last, Uh, good. Yes. I was going to say the last uh, fantasy new fantasy series that was on TV that was, you know, kind of like that whole thing we had with this Beastmaster series and everything. The Outpost on the CW. Mm. It was kind of interesting. Never fantasy s- kind of drama it. thing. Was it good? I thought it was all right. Uh she's she's got like these special powers and she's it's, it's all fantasy based and it had that same feeling of all those shows from the early two thousands. But it was just more modern. It's pretty recent, yeah. Let's see. The outpost Talon, the lone survivor of the Black Blood, set to track her family's killers and discovers her supernatural powers, which she must learn to harness. Right. It was Uh, both bad and every once in a while. It's kind of those shows where you're like, eh, this is kind of stupid, but it's kind of fun. And it's like, every once in a while they come out with a good idea. And it's like, oh, that's a pretty neat way to handle that. That's a pretty good idea. Yep. All pretty people, of course. 
Oh yeah, no, for CW. I I didn't think I needed to mention the pretty people. Yeah, you really didn't. It's I a def- that was in the yeah. title default state. But, yeah, and every right, every seasons. eight minutes there's a heart to heart talk. Oh yes, right. yes. Especially you just have to have a heart to heart talk with yeah. each other. Especially if it's a superhero there's, one and they're ruining it. There was two it. seasons, and the seasons run from July to September. So we're yet to see if there's going to be a season three. I don't know. All right. Well, now time. Well, and, oh yeah. And I just want to say one more thing about Game of Thrones. Like mm-hmm. I think this philosophy applies. Like. We, we started hearing three years ago that there were going to be a series set in the Game of Thrones universe that followed it. And then we all got mad at it. And so we stopped caring, right? We stopped paying attention to the, that idea. But it's mm-hmm. a great idea. Like the only things you need to bring back are the map and uh, that uh, that uh, Ramin Jawadi guy to make music. Like that, you know what I'm saying? And then everything else you, you make fresh, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah, I get it. Uh, all right, it's time for the Twitter post. That's where you guys sum it up in 100 and, sorry, 280 characters or less. I keep, I still do that. Uh, let's start. <laughs> I think you do it on purpose. I really don't. I don't scripted. know. <laughs> I think it's because I said it so much for the first, like, eight years, so much yeah. that I it's just burned into me. I can't help it. Anyway, it. Uh, let's do that now. Let's start with Randy Jordan. The Beastmaster. All animals were harmed in the making of this film. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You're not wrong. True. Good one. Uh, Brian Dunaway. The Beastmaster. I have my eyes. I have my cunning. And now I have my strength. Now if I just had a sandwich. What? (laughs) No, not the village baker. And his baker's paddle? Burnt up. No. I have nothing. nothing. We didn't talk enough about that. Great use of the Did you see that? Yeah, when they were like, uh, when he was piling people up to burn, Mm -hmm. the uh, baker guy was running around with his paddle apparently i guess that's what he was wielding yeah that was, was his weird. weapon yeah yeah that's that was all he, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, all, it's all he knows like, what what are you doing yeah it's all he knows no uh, wonder they lost finally <laughs> finally ibit the Beastmaster, brought to you by the new eye ring from apple do not poke eye ring keep away from fire <laughs> will explode if explode not look directly into the eye ring yeah. it took me a minute to figure that out what you were saying yeah, eye ring. the eye ring those rings ring. suck. These things suck. Mm-hmm. All right, time for this now. I just handed this list of alternate titles. It was almost called The Beef Master. Because, you know, he's all mm. beefy. It's pretty beefy. I called it The Beefcake Master. Yeah. yeah, look at that. Yeah. And then uh, this was almost just about happened. It's called Kodo and Poto Take Manhattan. But it didn't quite work out. <laughs> all right, we got a couple emails, quick ones here from listeners of the show. Uh, they either use the website or filmsack at gmail.com. This first one's from John, who says... Oh, because Kodo's dead. Yeah, because Kodo's dead. Get it? Oh, uh, okay. Scott, long time, first time. You need to sack Space Camp, available on YouTube. Oh, 1986, yes. Leah Thompson, Joaquin Phoenix, Tom Skerritt. A bunch of space kid, or sorry, space camp kids get launched into space. It is so sackable. It's my worst yeah. slash favorite movie of all time. Uh, someone please add to the list somewhere the film Space Camp, which I never saw. I have no idea what this is. Oh, I've seen it many times. Yeah. yeah, I never saw it either. And it's funny when we watched Project X, there were yeah. a lot of things that I thought were Space Camp because I'd never seen either of the movies. And uh, I thought, oh, oh, Leah Thompson's not in this. I thought Leah Thompson was in this, and I was mm. thinking about Space Camp. And it's Joaquin Phoenix, not not a uh, river. Yeah, it's Joaquin. It's not his brother. It's not. No, no. Wasn't River? River wasn't River. It was Joaquin. Oh, look how young he is. Weird. He's a little <laughs> weird. Bad. How do you get so young? You guys got to see this. He's the little, I was like looking for him. Like I can't find his face. He's the little twerp yeah. in this photo. 
He's a little um, at the bottom of the screen. Almost can't see him here. Here you go. Enjoy this in the Discord. Look at little Joaquin yeah, Phoenix that's down there. You're, 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 you're spending all your time looking at uh, Larry B. Scott. You can't look at him yeah, rest. Okay. Look at him be restfully laying upon the breast of Leah Thompson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, but see, I want to. I want to watch this, but we've talked about watching an Iron Eagle. And I don't know if I can have that much Larry B. Scott in a row. I mean, it's, and mm. uh, we already talked about Battlestar Galactica, which was space yeah, that's camp, true by any yeah, definition okay. mm-hmm. or by a different <laughs> definition. I'm actually very curious uh, about this movie, so we probably should watch it. All right, uh, we will definitely put it on the list. Thank you, John. One more here from Justin who says, Hey, guys, I had an interesting film sack-inspired situation pop up the other day, and I thought I would share it. I vaguely remember an episode of Film Sack where Dunaway mentioned that he had picked up a catchphrase from a movie but didn't realize which movie it was from until oh. he watched it for sacking, which was hilarious, and everybody had a good laugh. I can't remember which film that was either, but if Brian can recall, that would be great because I want to listen to it again. This all came from uh, to mind as I went into my kitchen after a rough day at work, made myself a nice big bowl of Frosted Flakes cereal, looked down on it, and said, quote, this is your victory dance. This is important. ID forever. He's talking about um, uh, Independence <laughs> Day. Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it happens. We still don't know what that movie was, do we? Or have we forgotten now the, the one Dunaway referenced? I mean, this is a small thing for us, but right. I love oh, when our God. listeners do stuff that yeah. reminds them of mm-hmm. something we did on the show. It makes me happy. Uh, so thanks a lot for telling us about that, Justin. And thank you, John. And thank you, everybody who emails us here at the show. You can do so at the site. <laughs> emails. Filmsack.com has a has a quick form, or you can just send us an email, filmsack at gmail.com. Our next film will be The Phantasm. We're watching the same director two weeks in a row, guys. Yep. Yep. 1979, though. Sign me up. A few years Is it earlier. The Phantasm or just Phantasm? Uh, I thought it was the. It's his phantasm. Is it? Okay. It's right? My bad. Yeah, it's his phantasm. Right. 1979. And, and people need to, yeah, make sure you watch the 1979 version, and it's on right. Amazon Prime. It's right? on Amazon uh, Prime. Correct. It's been Amazon remastered. Prime. They're very proud of the remastering of the phantasm. Right. Or phantasm, you can either watch it there, or you can come over to my house, and we can watch it on the Blu-ray. Whichever. I mean, I'm just whichever. I understand. Uh, basically, basically, we come in here and we're like, uh, let's watch a Don Coscarelli movie. Well, who's that? Oh, that's the person who made Bubba Hotep, which we saw on Film Sack years ago. Mm-hmm. And and then we're watching Beastmaster, and we're like, we've got to see more of Don Coscarelli. Yeah. This, this is perfect. Well, I, I think what actually happened is he just, I had no idea they were connected to these two movies. I think what it is yeah. is they, I think Amazon must have gotten a deal with whoever owns all of his things, and suddenly all his movies are on, are on Probably uh, Don- Prime. Cascarelli probably owns all of it. That's what I mean. Like they probably, yeah, maybe he got the deal directly. Who knows? But yeah, I, right. I have never seen the Phantasm. Uh, oh, or, God, sorry, I Phantasm. wish it was Phantasm Two though, because that one is my favorite, and it's when they introduced the Himikuda that I fell in love. with. The Himikuda movie. Yeah. What the yeah, hell is Bar- that? Barracuda car. I don't yeah. know what that is. Phantasm Two in nineteen eighty eight, almost ten years later, same director. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if we if we enjoy the first one, we could certainly Final Destination that too. I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree. This will be the spring of Don Coscarelli for us. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, anyway, that's next week right here on Film Sack. Thanks everybody for watching. Uh, leave us reviews. Give us all the love you can. If you want to find us on Twitter, we're uh, on uh, Twitter as well at Film Sack, and you can find all kinds of cool stuff at the site filmsack.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Go. See you next time. (laughs) 
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.